Welcome back to Red Wave Radio on KIDO 107.5 FM, 580 AM. I'm Victor Miller, chairman of the Ada County Republican Party. Uh, and you're also, by the way, listening on KLIX in Twin Falls. So this morning, we've dedicated the show to meeting the new leadership of the Idaho GOP. So we just got we just uh, heard from Dorothy Moon, who's the new chairman of the Idaho GOP. And now we're going to talk to uh, Daniel Silver. Daniel Silver is the newly elected first vice chairman. And to remind people, he is the current Idaho um, Young Republican State Chair, and he's also the Young Republican, um, uh, what is NF? Is that? Uh, National Federation, so the Young Republican National Federation. And you are the Western U.S. Region Director. So you are, uh, uh, yeah. you're, you're doing, you're wearing a lot of hats, Daniel, and we appreciate that. So anyway, good morning to you, Daniel Silver. Uh, good morning, Vic. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on. I, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure. So, uh, yeah, you've been a pretty frequent guest of ours, and we always enjoy hearing from you. So the first thing is, I, I got to ask you, you know, we had this had we had we this convention. We had an amazing amount. We had uh, 44 counties. We had over 735 delegates. We had a lot of energy all down in Twin Falls. What were your general impressions of the convention, Daniel Silver? Uh yeah, you know, it was a, it was a great couple days. Um, you know, I think there's a couple takeaways that I had. Um, first is that uh, there's no shortage of people who care desperately and deeply about the future of Idaho, right? Um, there may be some, you know, nuances about how we go about some of that, but, uh, you know, people care about the, the future of our state, and that was very evident. Um, it was amazing to see all people, and, you know, there was a moment where, uh, you know, all 750 delegates or whatever it was um, stood up and did the Pledge of Allegiance in this auditorium, and you could just hear it echo. And it was just, it was, it was, it was moving to see and to hear, you know, when we speak in one voice, how powerful we can be. Um, Amen. So that was number one. Um, you know, I think number two. Uh, let's just let's just be real. There there is some strong differences of opinion about, you know, the direction of the party. Um, you know, the entire leadership team churned over right uh from where it was previously and so you know i think what we have to do is balance um you know the delegates the voice of the delegates and the direction they're they're asking us as a leadership team to go but yet also keep in mind that uh we need to uh, also reflect the 1.7 million idahoans that we serve and and what's best for them and and you know so how do we make sure that we um don't lose sight of you know a small of really where the focus needs to be as we move forward. Um, and then the third is, you know, I, I think it's, uh, you, you know, there's, there's those conventions, like anything, there's always a lot of rhetoric and there's a lot of, um, you know, people are, are lobbying or campaigning for, you know, their role. Uh, however, um, you know, I always say there's a difference between where you personally stand and, and how you govern. And so, you know, I hope, uh, I was, I was one of the, the candidates who, wasn't necessarily part of the, the slate that runs, you know, um, for, for most of those roles. Uh, and I think what that shows is that the delegates want differing perspectives on our executive team. And so, um, you know, I look forward to partnering with Dorothy and the team. Um, but, you know, I also look forward to, uh, you know, we're all different between Dorothy and Mark and, and myself and the others. And so I think when we come together, if we can um, 
blend what makes us all, all the value that we each have that makes us different, then I think we can come together and, and really move the party forward. So those remember are some the, of the key takeaways. Remember, the Bible says a strand of three chords, right? Difficult to break. So not easily broken. Not easily broken. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about... Um, about the unity side, you know, obviously we're unified in our platform and our platform is kind of our purpose and kind of our, the, our, our, uh, our, mag our magnetic North, like our North star, right? So that's our purpose. But we also have to remember what unifies us is that, you know, when we look at demo democrat democrat democratic principles and policies and how ruinous they've been for our country, you know, from A being Afghanistan down to Z, Z, Sleepy Joe, right? So from A to Z, their policies are not working. So just talk about uh, unifying the party, both in the sense of the purpose we have in our platform and the fact that we really are, we really need to focus on uh, on the Democratic Democrats' policies and, and rejecting them. Uh, yeah, great. You are right. Great call out. And that was a lot of what I talked about in my um, speech to the convention is, is unity. You know, somebody said, hey, you're running against you know, Michelle Hamilton, who was, you know, my opponent. And, and I, I, I kind of jokingly said, no, you know, I'm not running against Michelle Hamilton. Uh, you know, we're on the ballot next to each other running for the same position, but I'm not against them because we're one family here. Uh, again, we might have some differences in opinion and how, how nuanced our party platform is. Um, how far we maybe take some of this, but um, to your point, you know, and I shared this, you know, we need to be spending less time arguing with each other and finding, you know, all the little minutia what might make us different and realize that, hey, 99% of what we uh, stand for, we have in common. And the real enemy is socialism and the democratic policies, and we need to come together to stop that. And so um, we have to move forward, uh, you know, united we stand, divided we fall, right? Um, yes. And I think there was a really eye-opening moment for me, and that was when those we had, if, you know, you're, if those listening weren't aware, we had some protesters, uh, some pro-choice protesters that showed up uh, while we were at the convention, and there was probably I don't know, 40 to 50 of them, and there was kind of I think that helped galvanize people that the threat is real, right? There's people who really fundamentally view and believe different things than we do. Yeah. Um, I think what was more important to me is that I would say. Probably 95% of those people who were protesting were young women. And I look at that as saying, hey, young Republican members, right, as the state chair, you know, I heavily focus on the 18 to 40. And I, I you know, my heart breaks because these people are, are indoctrinated and believing things that um, I just genuinely believe aren't in the best interest of them, aren't in the best interest of Idaho or America. And, you know, I don't see them as the enemy. I look at it as an opportunity to go build relationships and hear their side of the story and then be able to have an articulate conversation about why we we want them to consider why we think there's not the right way. And well, so, um, I, I would yeah. recommend, by the way, if anybody can, you could you could go on uh, Daniel's Facebook page, and he's actually posted the speech he gave. And I, I and I will say this: uh, I think it was the the best speech that was given uh, during the entire weekend. So congratulations to you. And maybe you could just tell people, just for fun, how to, how did you end your speech? Uh, you know, I tried really, <laughs> I tried really, really hard to have you know something that um, tried to unify us and bring us together, but also had uh, clear vision and direction. Right? You know, simple things like uh, why we need to invest in data and technology to help us understand our better, you know, Idahoans better. Uh, why we need to invest in social media and, and 
and the importance of meeting Idahoans where they're at in their daily walk, right? And, and try to move to them as opposed to forcing them to move to us. Um, and then also, again, trying to galvanize with the, uh, why, who our real enemy is. And so uh, as a little bit of brevity, you know, I did quote at the end of my speech, our, our esteemed President Joe Biden, uh, it's a close quote and speech, which we've all heard. Yes. He sometimes has the tact of reading the teleprompter. And, uh, you know, again, just to kind of show people, like, elections have consequences. And this is the, the person who's leading our, our country right now. And um, you can't even distinguish between a teleprompter, what we should and shouldn't say. And so uh, we, we need to put leaders in place. We need to rally around. Um, and I don't want to say enemies. I don't think the Democrats are the enemies. I think they, they are... Um, you know, like you've heard me say, I think politics should be a mission field, not a battlefield. Right. Uh, they're not enemies to conquer and destroy. They're hearts and souls to win. And right. so, you know, I don't look to destroy them. Um, I just look to help them make a more informed decision. So, um, well said. But elections, elections have consequences. So. so, talk a little bit about you. You have been, um, we have about uh, three minutes left. So, uh, talk a little bit about um, you. You have been in charge of kind of our data effort. Maybe talk a little bit about that um, and, and why that means so much to you. Um, yeah, you know, I, it means so much to me because, uh, you know, for a few reasons. One, uh, we want to know our fellow Idahoans, and, and they're way more than just a data point. What you have to do is, is really understand. So whether, you know, whether you're running a business, whether you're in politics, uh, whether you're a student, right, you, you want to study for the test that's coming up ahead, and you want to make sure that you're you're really familiar with the subject matter that you're talking about. And so, you know, I think it's important that we understand and listen and hear from our fellow Idahoans what they want, and so we can make sure that, um, you know, as we're talking to them, we're we're making sure that we're addressing the things that are important to them. Uh, the reality is that Democrats uh, use these tools against us all the time. Um, they control the narrative, and um, we've seen that just in the last 72 hours since the convention. And what we need to do is invest in the tools and invest in the, the insights that will help us not just be data-driven, but, but gain wisdom, right, and have in uh, intentional, intelligent next steps. And, and that's what I, you know, we've done a lot with young Republicans. That's what I do corporately uh, for my professional career, and that's what you know I want us to be able to do for the party to, to make sure that we're not reacting we're proactive about getting our message out you know it was, it was um we should we'd be remiss if we didn't remind people that you have been leading the young republicans and you've taken the um you, you've taken the that to a totally new level i mean you started i think there was a seven people and now it's over a thousand people so you've done a fantastic job in that um and you will probably have to find somebody else to uh, take that role and we pray for them but in the in the last uh, minute and a half or so, you you still are active in the Idaho Young Republicans until they find your replacement, and I think that you are in the middle of a pretty important fundraising event. So maybe you should tell people about that and how they can participate, uh, Daniel Silver. Yeah, thank you for that, Vic. And and you know, I still have a few years left to be able to help, uh, especially as a member, be able to support them, and I'll do that even if I'm not chair. And then. You know, I'd encourage anybody, even if you're not between the ages of 18 and 40, uh, support the heck out of this group. Uh, they, these these are the future leaders of our of our state and nation. But you are right; we do have our experienced Idaho auction. This is the the massive fundraiser we do every year. 
Um, you can go to our website right now. It goes uh, all the way through the evening of July 30th. And that, uh, that website is IdahoYR, like Young Republican, IdahoYR.com. And then uh, you'll see an auction button on there. And this is your chance to, to bid on some amazing experiences across Idaho, things from private hunting trips and fishing trips and uh, dinners with our top legislators and golfing. And, uh, you know, what we tried to do is to say, hey, guys, you know, after COVID, people are tired <laughs> of being indoors. We want to get out. We want to showcase we want to get out we want to showcase the beauty of idaho and give you guys an opportunity to experience that so in partnership with legislators with cities and counties um we have some of the most amazing amazing items uh, and experiences and uh 100 of that goes right to the idaho young republicans and to growing membership and uh you know helping to build that next generation and develop the next generation and then the reality is also to help build our ground game as we head into november right yes. to help get a volunteer base that can help us uh uh, win the election. So Amen. Um, I encourage everyone to be a part of that. Again, that's our website, which is www.idahoyr.com slash auction. So go participate uh, in that auction. To get out. And uh, we thank uh, Daniel Silver, the newly elected first vice chair, for joining us on Red, Wy- Red Wave Radio. And we're on KIDO Talk Radio 107.5 FM, 580 AM. And we'll be right back to introduce you to the new second vice chair, Mark Fuller. We'll be right back.